When you shut down emotion, you're also affecting your immune system, your nervous system. So the repression of emotion, which is a survival strategy, then becomes a source of physiological illness later on. Gabor Mate. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It takes a lot of energy to keep emotions repressed and buried. If you keep emotions buried for a long period of time, you lower your overall vibrations, and lower vibrations lead to illness and an accelerated aging process. Buried emotions create fatigue and depression. The following are some major symptoms of buried and repressed emotions. Fatigue, depression without an apparent cause, Speaking of issues, interests, rather than personal matters and feelings. Pretending something doesn't matter when inside, it does matter. Really talking about your feelings. Blowing up over minor incidents. Walking around with a knot in your stomach or tightness in your throat. Feeling your anger not at the time something happens, but a few days later. In relationships, focusing discussions on children and money rather than talking about yourselves. Difficulty talking about yourself. Troubled personal relationships with family, friends, and acquaintances. A lack of ambition or motivation. Lethargy. And a who cares attitude. Difficulty accepting yourself and others and laughing on the outside while crying on the inside. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast, today with your host, Pop Buchanan. Today's episode is very important and is literally at the core of every human condition surrounding our happiness, sadness, depression, our ability to create and express ourselves, to communicate, and to live a healthy and happy life. Today's subject is talking about emotions and the topic of repressed emotions and unprocessed emotions. Because in life, we all go through many ups and downs. We go through pain, we go through disappointment, we go through sadness, we go through anger, we go through happiness. And we have to process these emotions and we all have different ways of processing emotions. But for many of us, a lot of emotions surrounding pain, anxiety, fear, and hurt goes largely unprocessed and usually repressed where you hold it in and you let it build up. You let it build up, right? And then it comes out in some way, in some way or other. It could come out through anger, it could come out through an illness, it could come out through disease, it could express itself through addiction. So 
for many of us in the sober community and many of us that dealing with the topic of addiction and substance abuse, we know that at the core of it is the, our emotions, our pain. What's your pain? What's your pain point? So this episode is very important today. And um, we're going to be using our tool and, um, from a clip from the School of Life where they break down unprocessed emotions and some of the psychology surrounding that. So this episode is very important today because I feel like even in my life, part of my recovery was totally dependent on me putting my emotions in an absolute perspective and dealing with them, right? And you know, guys, so if you got to this point of the episode, which I believe today's episode should be the 50th episode of the Sober Dope Podcast, I'm not sure. Maybe it's the 50th or 50th, 49th. But either way, I'm not counting no more because I plan on doing this forever. So, but, but if, you're, if you're here and part of the Sober Dope Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you would know that I had to deal with themes of bereavement with the death of my father. You know, dealing with the death of some of my younger friends, dealing with, you know, relationships and breakups. And there was a lot of things in my life that led me to addiction. And that, and it was a lot of aspects of my addiction that were um, just surrounding overall pain and anger and disappointment and frustration. And, you know, I was frustrated, you know, losing your dad at a young age is frustrating. And it's easy to just be like, okay, and bottle it up and keep pushing. But without the right counseling or speaking it out, you know, rear this ugly head and me being kind of defiant and sometimes a knucklehead and just really being this young guy who ran through life on his own terms. And, you know, I had somewhat of a lack of accountability and, uh, um... Uh, issues with authority because I lost my dad at a young age. So I didn't really listen to people. I'll say yes, yes, yes. And they'll go through one ear and out the other and I'll do what I wanted anyway. But eventually it bit me in the butt and I was at rock bottom really hurting. So I had to learn to deal with that particular issue, those issues with my father. I had to deal with issues in relationships. I had to make amends with people that I hurt. I had to forgive a lot of people. Right? Because if you can't forgive, then you're going to repress the anger that people, um, you know, inflict on you. So the first thing I want to do before I get into the text and the technical part of this episode is I want to purge a little bit because I encourage you after listening to this episode to purge. If there's someone in your life that's stressing you out, someone who stressed you out or someone who hurt you, and I mean, this has to be recent, like within the last three years, if it's something someone said to you, if it's someone caused you some pain and someone caused you some form of hurt, I want you to try your best to forgive them now. That, that, that whatever's bothering you right now, if it's something like that, let's forgive them. For me, I want to forgive someone close to me that really got me angry and I'm still angry about it. As much as I try to say to myself, I'm over it, I'm kind of really, I just find myself replaying the event in my head in which I was angered and disrespected and violated, I think, emotionally because I trusted the person and really loved them 
and now I can't stand this person and I know them to be totally evil and dark and I have to separate myself permanently from them but at the same time I have to find a way to forgive them spiritually so I could fully move on because I just recently started having really bad back pains out of nowhere and it's all surrounding this particular event and I was reading somewhere that repressed emotions like anger and displaced anger and displaced rage can lead to lower back issues. And I know it's no coincidence because I just woke up one day with t- terrible back issues. Um, so today, I'm just going to forgive this person. I'm done. Hurt people hurt people. Cowards tend to want to say things to people where they know they can't get their butt whipped. They're going to just talk. You have a lot of people now who like to say nasty things over the internet or they like to send nasty letters or emails and they hide behind computers. And what that does is it leaves you angry because you can't put your, you know, you can't physically check this person or you can't, you know, and I'm not promoting violence or anything, but I'm saying you have, you're, you're going to be able to express yourself if you're face to face with a person that's, that's, that's trying to disrespect you Um, Versus them just saying whatever they want over the computer or something. So for me today, any of the haters out there, I don't really have no haters in my life. I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones. There's not a lot of people out there I'm arguing with or I have issues with. I'm a peaceful guy. I don't have no drama. But sometimes with family and people that's close to you, you have no choice. We all going to have some bad apples in our family or bad friends that's close to us that's just toxic individuals. So if there's someone that hurts you or someone that's toxic in your life, I'm going to ask you today to let it go. Forgive them. And you have all the permission in the world to detach from that person because I never ask you to have to stay around negative energy or stay in the circumference of someone who's negative. You have the freedom to say, I'm done with you. I forgive you and I'm letting it go. And for me, taking a deep breath with you guys. Today, I, Pop Buchanan, I'm making a conscious decision to forgive this individual that angered me with their nasty words because they're in a bad place, and I'm going to forgive them today and let it go, and I have no issues, and I'm going to move on with my life and continue to live the peaceful life I was living before this person tried to get into my head, and I'm not going to let anyone get into my head. And I'm going to process this anger, I'm going to process this pain that I'm feeling, and I understand it, and I felt it, and now it's time to let it go. And I'm letting it go today. And I ask God to seal this, and I ask my angels and my ancestors and my father who went before me to stand with me and bless me today and renew me and cleanse me in mind, body, and spirit so I could start over and maintain my positive energy and keep fighting the good fight. And I'm no longer going to let negative people interfere with my energy as a conference and I'm going to live free from this day on. And anyone that's listening, I encourage you to do the same thing. All right? I love you all. So, whew, that felt good. See, guys, that's how it works. So today we're talking about repressed emotions and unprocessed emotions. So what I'm going to do is 
I'm gonna play you a technical clip from the School of Life, which is really beautiful because they break down unprocessed emotions in a very poetic and eloquent way, right? But what I'm gonna do is before I play it, because it's really short, it's only three minutes, right? I'm gonna break it down for you my own and with my own in my own contextual way to kind of like make it more digestible for you guys so when you hear it by the time you listen to it you know you could get more out of it because i had to listen to it a few times to really grasp it because it's kind of technical but at the same time it's very poetic and beautiful so um this is very important so i got this clip from youtube from the school of life um, and it's all talking about unprocessed emotion. So let's go. We grow depressed about everything because we can't be sad about one thing. We grow depressed about everything because we can't be sad about one thing. We fail to know ourselves because it hurts a lot. Not every emotion that we carry are understood or truly felt. So I want to stop there. Ladies and gentlemen, let's break that down real quick. We grow depressed about everything because we can't be sad about one thing. So what this means to me, um, there could be a really major pain point in our life that truly saddens us. It could be a, a, a major breakup a loss of a friend or a family member, a really bad fight, or someone could have violated you, they could have raped, you could have been a rape victim or of an assault victim, someone may have assaulted you. Or something in your life could be a major pain point. And this is a really sad pain point. And when you just really, you know, kind of like absorb it and you don't deal with this one pain point it could make everything seem depressing and sad because you have this lingering thing that's really saddens you that you're not dealing with so my thing is if you have a major pain point in your life ladies and gentlemen we have to put the work in and that means and it means if you have to get we're going to talk about options and how to get certain things certain help but you're going to have to think about addressing the issues of that major pain point so you can free yourself because you don't want to be a prisoner of your pain right we fail to know ourselves because it hurts a lot this talks about you know just masking ourselves and putting on these uh, this uh, face paint, an artificial artificial mask, and smiling when you're really sad on the inside, and not really owning your or understanding or processing your emotions enough to where you're literally just numb, and you're no longer really a, or your authentic self. So what I like to talk about, what we talk about a lot on the Sober as Dope podcast, is being your authentic self. And I think that you fail to know yourself because you hurt a lot. And if you're constantly hurting, you're not going to be able to be your authentic self. So we have to deal with the pain, right? And not every emotion we carry are understood or truly felt. So there's re- these repressed emotions hurt us and hit differently in different ways. And, um, you know, we, we sometimes just totally ignore them and keep going. And we brush it off and we try to be tough and macho and bravado and we try to be strong and we, 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 we mistake strength 
um, with, with actual um, lack of strength. Okay, because there's times where you think you're being strong, but you're really hurting yourself because you're not facing your fear head on. You're actually running from it by, by acting like you're not going to deal with it. So sometimes we have to deal with these pain points, right? This is very deep, man. There are feelings that exist in an unprocessed form within us. So we have multiple feelings and emotions that exist in unprocessed forms within us. Raw, heavy, deep, painful emotions that just sit there. From the moment of impact, they're still there in that same form because they're unprocessed. We didn't let them go through the right process. We didn't purge ourselves from these things. We didn't deal with it, all right? Um, Many worries may remain disavowed or interrupted and may manifest as directionalist anxiety. Many worries may remain disavowed or interrupted and may manifest as directionalist anxiety. So we have these worry and we have these worries and these stresses and they just literally become anxiety that's out of control. There's no direction to this anxiety. It's just pulling us up. It's pulling us in all directions. We're just really just walking basket cases and nut jobs because we're not dealing with these hurts and these worries, right? So when we're talking about emotions, worry and anxiety is really one of those things that we that carries that that's really the main theme. I think the theme for all of us is anxiety, worry, depression. It's all these cyclical um, emotions that's, that we talked about in the relapse episode, right? Right. These are the same emotions that's synonymous with depression that leads to relapse. And that actually are usually the root cause of our addictions. So a lot of this stuff is interchangeable. And these themes are like really solid themes that last they, they, they're gonna always be part of the human condition so we have to deal with them and express them and we have to vocalize them and put them on that you know permanent chalkboard and say identify it we have to identify when we're worrying we have to identify these anxieties and we have to identify this stress if not then the anxiety is going to get out of control and these things are going to constantly constantly compound and then they're going to erupt somewhere in our lives in an explosive way that could be detrimental to ourselves right after disavowal can Another disavowal can be around hurt. Someone may have abused our trust or made us doubt their kindness or violated our self-esteem. But we are driven to flee from the exposure of vulnerability. All right. So someone hurts you and abuse your trust and makes you and you feel violated and it violates your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself and that drives you to run as fast as you can away from feeling vulnerable so instead of feeling vulnerable and crying and and really expressing that emotion and, and being angry and expressing it and feeling it you just bottle it up and try to mask it somehow You mask it like I don't care Whatever it's all good That's just life that's just how the cookie crumbles That's just how the planet works All people suck Uh, So you don't deal with it 
You have to so, so so and then you so you're running, you're fleeing from the exposure of vulnerability. All right. So we don't want to feel vulnerable. You don't want to open yourself up to these emotions when people hurt us. And sometimes we have to deal with it. We have to cry. We have to be angry. We have to express our emotion when we feel hurt. Um, and I think that's healthy. And I think too many of us don't know how to express. We lose the ability to express ourselves properly. And that leads to big problems such as addiction later on. Um, the hurt is inside of us, but on the surface, we adapt a brittle good chair. A chair being sadness, sadness that doesn't know itself. Okay, now look, this is beautiful here, man. The hurt is inside us, but on the surface, we adopt a brittle good chair. So someone hurts you, and inside you're in pain, but on the surface, you have this brittle smile. This fake chair, this fake happiness, like, oh, life is good, everything is happy, but you're crumbling on the inside, you're just angry on the inside, right? This brittle, good chair on the outside, so powerful, all right? So you could be very angry on the um, inside, but you have this brittle, good chair on the outside, and this sadness that doesn't know itself, So you're disconnected from your sadness, you're disconnected from your happiness, and the sadness can't identify with anything because you're not even addressing it. You're not even owning up to it. You're just sad. You're just hurt. And you're covering up that hurt with this fake chair, this fake happiness, this fake smile. And you're putting on a good face for the world because you want to seem normal because society likes to normalize you know, this is, you know, if you're not normal, you, you know, society tends to stigmatize you or make you feel like you're crazy. Every time someone has some type of issue, you're crazy or that person is unstable because they're going through some pain. So most of us are conditioned to front. We're conditioned to fake it. We're conditioned to make it seem like everything is okay when it really is not. You know, as then most of us say, screw it all. And we just go grab a bottle and drink ourselves into oblivion because that's easier than dealing with it. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate brittle chair, the fake smile. Let's go drink it all away. Let's go do drugs and forget it because society doesn't care. That's how we feel sometimes. But in reality, we have to own up to this stuff. We have to deal with our pain. We have to deal with this hurt. So it's really important that if you're really hurting on the inside, don't try to brush it off and smile on the outside. Be angry. Be hurt. Express it. Write it down. Get it off. Get it off your chest. The goal here, ladies and gentlemen, is if you're in pain, we want you to get that pain out of your system, off your chest, and out into the open. Express it. Deal with it. Own it. So when you deal with it, it becomes processed and unrepressed and thus a healing. It's like your catharsis. You got to let it go. You got to have your purge. You got to let these things go. Okay, it's very important for us, especially in the addiction community and the recovery community, because once you're on my side of the the table and we're in recovery, we have to be able to deal with things as they come, just like I was dealing with this negative um, family member. I have to deal with it. I have to eat it. Um, I have to eat they where I got to deal with it, but I had to let it go. I let it go with you guys today. I'm letting it go. I'm done. All right. Um... Under their sway, 
we may need or feel a compulsiveness to stay busy or cling to activities that make sure we don't meet what scared us head on. So under this way, we may need or feel a compulsiveness to stay busy or cling to activities that make sure we don't meet what scares us head on. Activities may include process substance abuse or behavior addictions. Okay, so let's break this down real quick. When we're hurt and we're feeling sadness and we're putting on a fake chair and a fake smile, under that sway, we may feel a compulsiveness to stay busy. All right. So now you're not only not owning up to your repressed emotion because you're hurt. You put on a fake smile. Now you're staying busy. You're over busy now. Okay. Um. You got you know you got work to do all the time. You you're here and you're there. Now um. The thing that's really important here, ladies and gentlemen, is the activities that they're usually talking about. Or comes in the form of some process addiction, and we spoke about um, uh, process addictions and behavior addiction, uh, behavior addictions in our earlier episode. So the Sober's Dope podcast talks about all forms of addiction. So you have you, you you may be one person may be struggling with alcohol, another person may be struggling with heroin, and then it may be another person struggling with um, gambling or pornography or sex addiction or excessive shopping or excessive eating or certain eating disorders or lying or manipulation. We're all detoxing from something. We're all we're all dealing with something. So when you're in pain and you have repressed and unprocessed emotions, you may stay busy and this busyness or this hiding or running from vulnerability may lead to some form of process or behavior or substance abuse addiction. So this brings us right back to square one. If you're sober curious, you're going to have to deal with your emotions so you don't have to lean on alcohol and drugs. If you're currently uh, if you're currently using and you're struggling in addiction, one of the first steps you may have to take is dealing with that pain point and your repressed emotions and the pain. That pain can go all the way back to a childhood. It could go back to your first breakup, your first date, your first your first fight. Your mother it could be dealing with parental issues or parental alcoholism or some form of abuse or parental abuse or whatever it is. We're human. We all have pain points. The point is we have to deal with that pain point head on, right? And um, it's very important. All right, moving along. We numb ourselves chemically or adapt or adopt a level of cynicism which masked the specific wound that was inflicted on us. So we numb ourselves chemically to mask whatever pain was inflicted on us. All right? So, you know, just for metaphorical purposes or, you know, for a good analogy, my wife runs off with my best friend. They happen to hit the lotto that same week. Then they move to Hawaii and they post pictures all day online while I'm left in debt and I'm angry, right? So if that's my situation, let's just say that's my situation. Now, I could literally stay in that and stay angry and stay upset or just be like, whatever, I don't care. 
I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to say anything. Meanwhile, I'm falling apart on the inside. I'm going to have to deal with those emotions. I'm going to have to go get some counseling. I'm going to have to talk to people. I might have to get a gym membership. I might have to box and hit the punching bag a hundred times. I'm going to have to cry. I might have to write. I may have to move. I may have to, you know, I have to do, I have to, may, I'm going to have to deal with those emotions. Unless I go numb, if I go numb to those emotions, I'm just gonna, it's just gonna find an ugly way of expressing itself. These emotions don't go away. They, they, they unprocessed and repressed emotions just express themselves through some other way. Hence addiction. Hence drugs. Hence abuse. Right? Self-pain, suicide. You know, uh, in New York City right now, we're dealing with um, a high suicide rate of the NYPD. Police officers are killing themselves. Maybe it's, uh, it's, it's unprocessed emotions related to the job, related to the media, related to the environment, the pressures of the world. Who knows? You know, a lot of people give up in life and it's sad and we have to be there. So that's why this subject is important today, because unprocessed and repressed emotions literally in a nutshell without me trying to be fancy leads to sadness okay sadness leads to depression oppression depression leads to addiction or disease or some form of affliction or pain point in someone's life okay period you know too many people die of broken hearts you see them young they get old they, they eat they, they let themselves go. They stop working out. They stop being. They, they, they stop trying to fight the good fight. They just throw in a towel. They get sick and they die. Because they're hurting and they're not expressing themselves in a healthy way. And we want people to live. All right. So we're all in this fight together. This is for every human being on the planet. You need to share this episode with everyone in your family. It's not just it's not just about those people that uh, those of us who struggle with addictions. It's all human beings. We have to deal with this. All right. So moving along, ladies and gentlemen, we pay dearly for our failure to process our feelings. Our minds grow unoriginal from a back from a background from a background fear of their contents. Okay. Say that again. Let's do it again. We pay dearly for our failure to process our feelings. Our minds grow unoriginal from a background fear of their contents. So what this is saying here is your mind becomes original because of a background fear of their contents. So you hide from yourself in yourself for so long that you no longer could create new thoughts or new ideas within yourself. Your mind becomes unoriginal. You just become like this this replay or this bad version or bad construct of yourself because you're running from something in your mind. So you you have a big part of your mind that's blocked off because you don't want to deal with the pain in that room in your mind. You don't want to open that door. So you shut that door and never dealt with those emotions, but they're still pounding and they're still pounding and you're running from those emotions inside your mind, right? You're running from that background fear of the contents of your mind. So your mind, so your mind becomes unoriginal because you can't express any, you're not expressing anything new. 
So you ever see someone who's depressed and you see them and they look like they, 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 they're they trapped in time. You'll see them and they still look like they they still wearing the same clothes they had in the 90s. They look the same way. It's like, yo, this person looks like they're trapped in a time vortex. Their thoughts, when you speak to them, they're speaking as if their mind is dated back then. You know, as soon as you see them, man, remember what we was doing back in the days, man? Remember how we was in high school? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I remember high school. I remember the old memories. So what's new? Nothing. You know, nothing. What you up to? Nothing. All right, man. So, you know, you try to do some more small talk, you know, and then they'll go right back to the past. It's like they can't express anything new. They're trapped in time because they're depressed and sad. And, they're, and, they're, and then they're, they're trying to put on a fake face, you know. Of real honest people, you say, how you doing? They start crying and saying, life's a mess, man. I'm so sad. My wife broke up with me. And they give you a long story. I love people like that. They, those are the people who they'll be healthy in a couple of months or a year. Because they're letting it go. You know, I love people. As soon as you talk to them, you know, you know, man, my old lady just left me. And then they go off on the whole story. You know, you see them running a Fortune 500 company in a year. Cause that's because they move on. They 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 purge. So the point here is self-expression. We have to express ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. If you're out there and you're struggling with some form of sadness, some form of pain, some someone hurt you, someone violated you, do not repress that feeling. Do not repress those emotions. You have to find a creative way of getting that out. If you have issues with family, family is usually the major pain point. There may be someone in your family, a sibling or somebody who's at war with you or at odds with you or who hurt you. Maybe a parent or two. You have to deal with that. You can't run from it. You're going to have to deal with it. Okay? So, we pay daily for our failure to process our feelings and our minds grow unoriginal from the background fear of their contents. Put that in your bank. And we'll pay it up later. I like that. We grow depressed about everything because we can't be sad about something. We talked about that. We can no longer sleep for insomnia. Insomnia become becomes the revenge of the many thoughts we did not process during the day. So a lot of us saying, I don't know why I can't sleep at night. Why I'm up so late. Why? It's because you... You have all of these unprocessed thoughts from the day still moving through your system, right? Because you're hiding and you're running from these thoughts. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is deep. When you hear the clip, you're going to hear how complex the things that I'm saying to you are. The very complex. I'm trying to break it down in the most basic way for us. And when I break it all down, this is about... Emotions that hurt us that we run from. Okay? That's the basic point. And if we do not, if we don't stop and address these emotions, they're gonna get stronger and stronger and they're gonna affect us more negatively. They're gonna affect our health, our energy, our minds, the quality of our life, and they're usually gonna drive us closer to some form of addictive lifestyle, some form of abuse or substance behavior or process addiction. So do you we must address, identify, and start the process of healing from negative emotions and emotions in general. Okay? 
So like if you win the lottery, you're going to jump up and down as a as, as hundred times. You're going to run up and down the block. You're going to scream. You're going to cry. You're going to kiss the ground. You're going to tell God you love him. You're going to call all your family members. Tell them you did it. You're going to cry in disbelief. You're going to process that emotion on the spot. You see what I'm saying? You're not going to win the lottery and be like, whatever. I'm good. I'm just going to sit here and keep watching TV. That would be unhealthy. But you won't do it. You would just, you'll be incapable of doing it. You would jump for joy. That's the same type of energy you're going to need when negative emotions hit you. You're going to have to express them. If that means you jumping up and down, doing 100 push-ups, crying, writing a letter, calling everyone you know, talking about it, getting it out your system, then going to see counseling or something. All right, we're going to talk about some solutions later. But you see what I'm saying now? I want you guys to understand the picture because a lot of us would express, we'll process our good emotions, but we'll never attach or or touch our bad emotions or the things that hurt us. So we need to do that more. All right. We need compassion for ourselves. We avoid processing our emotions for what we feel is contrary to our self-image, so threatening to our society's idea of normality and so at odds with who we want to be. So ladies and gentlemen, by implementing what I'm talking about here is a form of having compassion. You mean we have to have compassion for ourselves. And we avoid processing our emotions, and that's for we feel it's contrary to our self-image. You know what I mean? It's like it's not who you are. It's not who you are meant to be. So when you avoid processing that, processing that, you're just making your self-identity and your self-image more dark and more saddened. So don't do it. Stop avoiding it. We need to process. So avoiding the process of your processing your emotions. It's a no-no. All right. It's not healthy for your self-image. So threatening to our society's idea of normality. We don't care. So so exactly. So when you don't process your emotions, it's like a society in itself. You know, society's idea of normality normality is a threat if you don't if you if you don't process your addictions or if you keep it to yourself that you're in a safe zone screw what society think man stop worrying about what people think about you stop worrying we all have to stop that every you know what ladies and gentlemen what i realized at this point in my life you and this has been bothering me a lot man there's so many case studies and examples of things that I'm reading lately where scholars admitted they were wrong, where principles and ideas were disputed and found false. And there's so many people out there throughout time who was just trying to figure it out as they were going along. And they was passing all of that on to us. And I'm starting to realize no one on this planet knows what the hell they're doing. I'm telling you right now. Every single human being is lying or fronting or they have some form of mask on. They're dealing with emotions or they're not dealing with it. The, 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 the way that you win 
is that you try to be an authentic human being. You try to work on being as real and as raw as possible because in that way you will actually have a real human experience. If you try to keep up with the Joneses, you're gonna go, you're gonna hit a really bad dark rabbit hole because behind closed doors, the Joneses don't know what the hell they're doing. So you're trying to keep up with someone who's already lost. So ladies and gentlemen, stop. Comparison is our biggest killer. Trying to front for other people is your biggest killer. Worrying about what people's doing on social media and trying to compare yourself with someone else's bullshit and falsify life is just going to kill you. It's going to lead you to more sadness and depression. My advice to you, you start Something sacred and pure in yourself And you pass it down the line to your family and your lineage And you try to do that by being the most realest person as possible You don't have to compare front for anybody You don't have to You were created by something on this planet in this universe That made you unique and original Because you have something original to give back And to create and to contribute And you cannot be original if you're not being honest. You cannot be original if you're not processing your feelings and your emotions. If you're hiding and you're masking what you really are and how you really and truly feel, you will not ever be able to appreciate or enjoy this thing we call life in its purest form and your human condition. And I'm talking to you now in the most purest form because... Pure spirituality comes from relinquishing things of the world, giving away all material things and focusing on the ideals and principles that's that's forever, the primordial, the ancient, the real. Okay? That's why when you see a squirrel in the morning or a bird, they're not competing with each other. They're not competing with you. They're not studying you. They're just being in their natural, authentic self. That's why when you close your mouth and you listen to nature, it's beautiful. It's harmonious. The sun will come up in the morning and the sun will go down at night. We're the only animal and the only species that's not trying, that, that, that's misguided. We've been misguided by men. Men who don't know what they're doing and people who don't know what they're doing. And we're being led by people who don't know what they're doing. And that's across the whole world because it's just humans running humans and humans are still trying to figure it out. And only the wise ones who rise above all that have a quality of life that's truly pure. Meaning that you take away their money, they're at peace. You give them money, they're at peace. You curse them out, they're at peace. Nothing you could do. They're always going to be at peace because they stop playing the game. Okay? So we have to become real. Because the only person that you're going to hurt by holding things in and by fronting for the world and by trying to put on a fake front and trying to be strong when you really need to be vulnerable and not processing your emotions, the only person you're hurting are you. No one cares. No one cares. At the end of the day, someone's going to respect you. If you if you real, people's always going to respect you. And that never changes. So you're better off being real. You know? Like, if I don't feel like going somewhere, I don't go because I'm bet the person is going to respect that more than me being there and, and obviously not wanting to be there, you know? If I'm angry at a person and I say to them, 
I hear you loud and clear. I, we don't have to, I don't have to deal with that energy. You don't have to deal with my energy. I wish you the best in your life. I pray for that person. I move on and I process my emotions and I deal with everything and then I move on. I won. I win. I'm good. I'm still young, so I'm learning. But what I do know is no one is worth your anger. No one is worth your peace. So when you don't pro- uh, process your emotions and all of that, you're gonna, you're not gonna be at peace, man. And I want you to be peaceful. And we all must be peaceful. Moving along, let's go. Let's keep it going. We almost done. An atmosphere conducive to processing emotions will be one where the difficulties of being a human are warmly recognized and charitably accepted. So an atmosphere conducive to processing your emotions, that means an atmosphere that supports you processing your emotions will be uh, will be one where the difficulty of being human is warmly recognized and charitably accepted. So this is talking about a world, an atmosphere, an environment where everyone acknowledged that we're humans and it's difficult. It's hard being a human being. So it's okay. You're going to be rewarded if you process your emotions and you deal with your sadness and deal with your pain because we understand in a healthy atmosphere that you're human and it's hard. It's hard. It's not easy. We're trying to fit. We're floating at the speed of light. We're moving. Let me give you some guys some some facts right now. We're moving so fast. We're moving that fast at the speed of light. We're spinning so fast that we're actually still right held together by gravity on a specific axis that makes all life on this planet work if we shift from that axis by one or two degrees everything goes haywire one right we're in the middle of the milky way right and we're talking on cell phones and i'm talking to you on a machine through a podcast that's going to broadcast through radio waves that you're going to be able to hear and recognize later on that's fascinating in addition to that out of trillions and tri- out of millions and trillions of sperm cells, I won the biggest lottery and I won. So I'm the greatest victor because I won a race where it was a trillion to one that I and I won. And I'm the and you won. If you're listening, you won. So we're awesome, but we're in the middle of freaking space, and we are sentient beings who come from a higher power that creates things like suns, moons, and stars. And our cells and everything in us are made from sun, moons, and stars. And then we have a spirit that supersedes all of that, that no one knows where it comes from, but it comes from some holy, sacred thing. What are we all doing sitting here fronting? Why are we killing ourselves with addiction and why are we so sad? You know? So this episode is about understanding that, loving yourself. Creating a nurturing environment where we're rewarded for being human and being at pain at some time and hurting. It's okay. So if you out there and you part of the Sober as Dope universe, reach out to me when you feel vulnerable because I'm part of that environment that, that, that will reward you for being honest. And I understand that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's part of our beautiful human condition. And if we start highlighting all the beautiful things in life that's going for us, then we don't have to hide from all the ugly things that's out there. Let's process those emotions, clean it up. Now, the last thing I want to say before I wrap this, 
please go listen to the episode entitled The 90 Second Rule because it also helps us with dealing with repressed emotions or emotions when they first hit you. So when a bad emotion first hits you, there's a 90 second rule that you could do to decompress that and eliminate those raw emotions. But you got to go listen to that episode. All right. So lastly, I'm going to wrap this up. We fail to know ourselves not out of neglect, but simply because it hurts a lot. Okay, so 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 get to know yourself more. Don't don't just don't. It's not about neglect. It's just because it hurts. Dealing with all of these pains and stuff, it hurts us, but we have to deal with it, all right? We have to deal with it. So here's some things, These here's a few tools that we can use towards processing our emotions. Processing emotion requires good friends too. So have a good core group of friends that you can really express yourself to, that you can talk to. Call up your top three or four friends and say, listen, I want you to listen to this episode and I want us to use each other as uh, to let, let's use each other as compassion warriors. Meaning that if I'm struggling, I could come to you with pure honesty, without fear of judgment, and purge. I need to purge. That means if I need to cry, scream, and kick just to get these emotions out, I need you to be there for me, and I'll be there for you. Right? You, a good therapist. Now, it's one thing we don't do a lot in in in, 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 the, in the human race. We don't care. Too many people, it, therapists are going out of style, but they're the most important thing to the family construct and the individual. Go get a therapist, man. Sometimes you have insurance that pays for that. For like, they'll they'll love to pay for that. You know, so don't 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 have a negative stigma on having a therapist or going to see a therapist. That don't mean you have to be crazy. You don't have to be it don't have to be about addiction. It's just someone you could talk to. A therapist is like a psychologist, a psychiatrist that can't prescribe you medication. So a psychiatrist can, is a therapist that will listen to you, diagnose you if you have an issue, prescribe you medication. A therapist is just going to determine if you need to see a psychiatrist and they're going to listen to you and help you get things off your chest. So you're going to, you know, that's my advice. Try to get a good therapist. Um, ritual moments like philosophical meditation. Now that's real fancy. But uh, what they're talking about is ritual moments where you could purge and you could express yourself, right? So meditation is very important. I suggest you guys go get the book um, Bliss More by Light Watkins. It teaches you how to meditate very simply. You don't need to be in a lotus position. You don't need to go om. You don't need incense. You don't need to wear linen. You don't need to be on a beach. You can meditate in your in your in a chair, in the shower, on a couch. Watch them just like you sit when you watch TV. You can meditate. So I want you guys to find some form of ritual meditation practice, meaning that you could do it daily or every other day or once or twice a week. And this is why. This is the, the this is the explanation why we are normal where our normal defenses can be safely put aside and unfamiliar material can be ring fenced or contained for investigation. So why we recommend routine meditation is because your defenses can be safely put aside. Meaning that when you meditate, you're so relaxed that those guards that you keep up all day from those negative emotions, 
they could safely be put aside. And then you could put in perspective um, any unfamiliar material that's in you. Anything that may be sitting there that's a cause or a root cause of your sadness or illness or depression. So meditation helps you disarm yourself and you can relax and you can start to purge and let some of these negative feelings go and in time you would heal. So looking at some form of meditation practice is not taboo, it's not for the deep people, it's not for the centric people, it's for humans, man. All right, there's no, there's no, the spiritual aspects of meditation are minimal. Meditation is more about a human aspects of relaxation and, and aligning your energies and relaxing you and making you healthier. Because we're running so much, we need some, we need to slow down. All right, this is what meditation feels and sounds like. You see that beautiful pause? That beautiful pause. You, 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 I got to shut up for a moment. Say, shut up, pop. All right? And I just, you just, and you breathe, right? It's cool, it's peaceful, and it's a tool, and it helps. All right? Okay? And um, last but not least, in addition to meditation, in addition to therapists, in, a, in addition to having friends, writing, having a journal where you write everything out. Um, a gratitude journal will help also reverse the negative effects of repressed emotions and unprocessed emotions. Because the more you write the things that you're grateful, that you are thankful for, and you, the more things that you have gratitude for, like being alive, like waking up, like your kids are still breathing, like having food on the table. Um, you know, not being the person that died on the news earlier, not being the person in your family or friends that got diagnosed with any illness, you know, being that person that's lucky. If you're alive right now, you have no disease in your family and you have food and everything's quiet. You have millions of things to be to be thankful for. Write down a gratitude journal. You'd be surprised. Write down, give me five things a day every morning that you have gratitude for. Then pray and say, God, I have gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Thank you. And then go see a psychiatrist or a therapist and let's start dealing with our negative emotions. Um, okay? Um, what else? So, so, ladies and gentlemen, here you have it. I'm going to uh, cut to this clip. Because it's time for a cool change, man. I want all of us to really, really, really... It's not just enough that we... All right, we stopped drinking. We put down the drugs. We're in recovery. Now, let's make sure we never have emotions or feelings that that stifle us and bottle us up to the point of depression and sadness so we could be so far removed from our past lives. And we can move on to a high vibration. I want you to heal. But the only way we're going to heal spiritually and physically is if we heal internally. And this is all about loving ourselves and having compassion. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm coming to you real, man. This is it. This is me being a straight human being. I'm being my authentic self. I'm not selling you anything. I don't want anything besides your health, your healing, your peace. And your happiness. All right. Um, I love you all. 
I'm going to cut to the set segment from the School of Life where this guy can eloquently repeat everything I just said. But you can hear them said in a very cool, sequential, poetic way. And on that note, I catch you on the next episode. And ladies and gentlemen, this may be our 50th episode, and we did a lot of work in three months. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. I'm about to go to bed. Next time you hear me, it'll be on episode 51. I love you all. God bless. And please, no matter what, always remember, sober is dope and never Never again hold on to any negative emotion. Let that shit go. Love you all. Catch you on the other side. It's a quirk of our minds that not every emotion we carry is fully acknowledged, understood, or even truly felt. There are feelings that exist in an unprocessed form within us. A great many worries may, for example, remain disavowed and uninterpreted and manifest themselves as powerful, directionless anxiety. Under their sway, we may feel a compulsive need to remain busy, fear spending any time on our own, or cling to activities that ensure we don't meet what scares us head-on. These activities might include internet pornography, tracking the news, or exercising compulsively. A similar kind of disavowal can go on around hurt. Someone may have abused our trust, made us doubt their kindness, or violated our self-esteem. But we're driven to flee a frank recognition of an appalling degree of exposure and vulnerability. The hurt is somewhere inside us, but on the surface we adopt a brittle good cheer. Jolliness being sadness that doesn't know itself. We numb ourselves chemically, or else we adopt a carefully non-specific tone of cynicism, which masks the very specific wound that's been inflicted on us. We pay dearly for our failure to process our feelings. Our minds grow unoriginal from a background fear about their contents. We grow depressed about everything because we cannot be sad about something. We can no longer sleep, insomnia being the revenge of all the many thoughts we've omitted to process in the day. We need compassion for ourselves. We avoid processing emotions because what we feel is so contrary to our self-image, so threatening to our society's ideas of normality, and so at odds with who we would really like to be. An atmosphere conducive to processing emotions would be one in which the difficulties of being human were warmly recognised and charitably accepted. We fail to know ourselves not out of laziness or casual neglect. It simply hurts a lot. Processing emotions requires good friends too, deft therapists and ritual moments like philosophical meditation in which our normal defences can safely be put aside and unfamiliar material ring-fenced for investigation. The outcome of processing our emotions is always an alleviation in our general mood. But first, we must pay for our self-awareness with a period of mourning in which we gradually acknowledge that in some area or other, life is simply a lot sadder than we would want it to be.
that's missing It's the time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water There's lots of those friendly people They're showing me ways to go But I never want to lose their inspiration Time for It's time for a cool change And now that my life is so prearranged I know that it's time for a cool change Well I was born in the sign of water And it's there that I feel my best The albatross and the whales They are my brothers It's kind of a special feeling When you're out on the sea alone Staring at the full moon Like a lover Like a love 